Hello there and welcome to this week's Yet Another Wrestling Podcast. I am your host David Hogg and as always joining me to discuss the wonderful world of WWE is Mr Fraser Porter. Hi Fraser. Hello. Hello. It's nice to Hello. be back for another episode. It's episode, what, seven? Seven. God. Seven, seven. We're getting seven old. episodes. We are, we are getting on a bit. We're getting old, yeah. We need to think of something to do for our tenth episode special. Well, the tenth episode extravaganza. 10th, 10th episode extravaganza. Yeah, we'll get there. Won't be, something. won't be long. Yeah. But before all of that, we've got uh, Money in the Bank to discuss. Yeah, it was on last weekend. It was a big I mean, It was a big show. It was quite a... Mm-hmm. Uh, was it the best Money in the Bank ever? It's up there, I would say. It was. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, I know that often. I know that often on the show I can sound fairly indifferent to most things. I mean, but yeah, it was a fine show. It had good, good bits, bad bits. It had one, it had one terrible bit. Yeah. Um, at the at the very end, but uh, we'll get into all of that in due course. And of course, uh, in our last show, we had predictions. We did indeed. We did indeed. And before all that, got a little bit of news. Mister Fraser Porter met Mister Lewis. I didn't Capaldi. meet Lewis. I didn't meet Mister Capaldi. Um, he was lovely. It was last last Friday. Is yeah. He's a wrestling fan, for those, un- uh, you know, ignorant to that information. He is he's a he's a big wrestling fan, uh, and uh-huh. uh, he was he was yeah lovely. He was talking about wrestling with me, and on the day of his album launch, and he was excited yes, to meet me, uh, which was strange. Yeah, he wasn't excited when he met me. Was he not? Um, which is no, not really. Although, to be fair, I was interviewing him while he was supposed to be eating his dinner. So the entire time we were talking, he was holding a like a plastic uh, Tupperware box full of curry. Oh, so, so yeah, so it was kind yeah. of tainted. So, Lewis, if you're listening, which you're definitely not, uh, we're calling you out. Come on the podcast, open invite to Lewis Capaldi. Yes. In other uh, wrestling news, with WWE Super Showdown set to take place next week. Uh, there's a few people that aren't going to be there for various different reasons. We've got Sami Zayn, who's not going to appear because of Saudi Arabia's relationship with yep. Syria, which, of course, Sami's of Syria. Is, yep. uh, Kevin Owens not appearing, possibly due to his friendship with Sami, or for various other reasons. And the other day, we heard that Alistair Black isn't going to be... Yes, that's. I think that's the strangest of, one. That his um, tattoos, WWE are worried that the Saudis might... Uh, might revolt against them because he's a Satanist. They're not going to appear, and of course, I don't think Daniel Bryan's going to appear. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's pretty surefire oh. to say that Bryan's not going to Saudi Arabia again. For him, it's a moral thing. So yeah, I don't, I don't expect to be seeing mm-hmm. him on the show. Yeah, and for us, it's a moral thing as well because we will not to be. Yes, which all we'll say is, it's going to be like every other Saudi Arabia show. Lots of yeah, old, so massive banner old men hitting each other and potentially some injuries. And uh, and nothing really. I, I can see maybe that. Andrade pinning Finn for the IC title, but that's about it. No, oh, c- certainly not, because we heard that the demons are going to get wiped out in oh. Saudi Arabia. There's no way they opened the demon. I didn't know it was the demon. I thought it was just Finn. But any other news? I know some big news. Double yeah. nothing is at the time of recording tomorrow night in Vegas. It's yeah. quite big. Uh, All Elite Wrestling has just been rumoured to have signed a TV deal with ITV. Uh We know this already with their pay-per-view deal, however, it looks like they're going to be on ITV4 Weekly, which is free TV, which is in 29.3 million homes. 
compared to BT Sports, which WWE is on, which is in 2.9 million homes. I mean, that works out fantastically for me because, I mean, I've got access to both channels, so there's going to be a lot of wrestling in Chateau de Hog. So that's that's the big news on that front. And it, it looks like it's going to be a yeah. good show. Unfortunately, the advertised Neville, or sorry, Pack versus Hangman Page match will not be, not yeah. be happening. Um, I can see someone taking his place, perhaps John Moxley. Formerly known as Dean Ambrose. Yeah, or a wild, wild guess at CM Punk. Uh, well, after uh, Phil CM Punk Brook never showed up in the crowd at the recent takeover, which I was convinced was going to happen. Yeah, well, that was I mean, your prediction. I said that he could have been there, yeah. and I was right in saying that he could have. But you're right in saying he technically could have been there, but could he have actually been there? Unfortunately, I think we might see him at some point in the AEW if it's not tomorrow night. It will be in in the future at some point. Oh, big licks there mm. from Dave Fraser Porter. Inside scoop. Speaking of scoops, this has got nothing to do with scoops, but I'm not as good as links as Fraser is, <laughs> so we're just going to go with it. the The kickoff show for uh-huh. uh huh for Money in the Bank. Yeah, there was one match on it. Daniel Bryan and Rowan against the the Usos. Yes, and it was all right. Yeah. I got my prediction wrong, so it wasn't for the titles. It wasn't. I also got... We both got the prediction yeah. wrong. But what, what do we think about this? Because, you know, Daniel Bryan stole the show at Mania, and now he's uh, hanging about the kickoff show. Is he still injured? Uh, no, I, th- I think I think they're just biding their time until they can get him back in the uh, title picture. Um, with his injury from Mania, I think they were like... We don't want to risk... We can't just sort of put them back in the title picture straight away. They're going to have to build it up. Because there's yeah. no automatic mm-hmm. rematches in WWE now. So... Even though there are. There are, but the, yeah, there isn't... And there is... Yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah. So, like, I think we'll see... If it Maybe you'll be in the title picture again around SummerSlam time. Yeah, okay. But I think this is just... Mm-hmm. They want to give him something to do that's actually means something. And yeah, he's on the kickoff. But it makes more people watch the kickoff because it's Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I mean, I watched the very tail end of this match because uh, I totally forgot about the kickoff show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was fine. Yeah. So we move into uh, the first match on the card, which was the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. And that we got our prediction right. Yeah. Both, both of us. us got Bailey correct. Unfortunately, I missed the majority of this match. I tuned in just as Bailey was unhooking the briefcase. Unfortunately, I had some network issues where it wasn't it wasn't actually loading. So I was like, oh, hopefully it will get loaded up. And I was like, there's no way the women's match will have ended already. And as soon as I tuned in, she was unhooking the briefcase. I was like, well, at least it's my pick. Yeah. But having watched the match back, it was, it was a very good match. I think better than last year's. Yes, it's certainly better than last year's. And I think it was on a guerrilla position that they were saying that it was an incredibly creative match mm-hmm. that they weren't trying to copy some of the spots in the men's matches it was a fairly creative match yes um there was a, i mean there was a few things that were a bit iffy nikki cross is it her that picked up the ladder put it on her head and just spun around yes a why would you do that and b if you're another wrestler in the match why would you walk towards the ladder it's because she's crazy She's absolutely crazy, and people were like, you know what, I'm going to get that ladder off her, and she was too fast. She was too fast, David. Yeah, she um, was. Uh, we, do, we do love a bit of Nikki Cross. Yeah, represent Scotland. Represent Nikki Cross, yes. There was also, I mean, there were a few great things in the match. Uh, Carmella and 
Mandy Rose, that injury angle. That was brilliant. I, th- I thought she was actually injured. Oh, so did I. It was a great work. Yeah. Carmella is surprisingly good or has, has improved a lot since even her championship days. Yeah, I, I, there's not really much more to say about this match in, in my mind. Um, it was a standard Money in the Bank affair. It was quite creative, but generally just a standard 20-minute match. Standard 20-minute match, even though it was 13 minutes, 50 seconds. Was it? Yeah, a lot shorter than you think. A few things I want to pick up on, though. The Ember Moon eclipse off the ladder uh, was fantastic. Yeah. And at the end, Zonya Deville picking up Mandy Rose to get her to the... Such strength. Yeah, I mean, we all know where that uh, feud is going to end mm-hmm. up. The same um, way as Sasha and Bailey's, right? But... They go to therapy because yeah. that's the way to solve problems in wrestling. Go to therapy. Also, was, uh, was it Colin Jostin, the Andre the Giant... It was, yeah. Brought out his therapist. Uh, and now he's engaged to Scarlett. Yeah, they are now engaged. Uh, congrats to the both of them. Don't know if, if yes. Scarlett's a wrestling fan. Not sure. Scarlett, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah, send me a DM. Speaking of Scarlett's, uh, Samoa Joe's nose. Okay, that was great. Was that was great, that link. I liked it. You've been learning. I've learned. Yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking of Scarlett, Samoa Joe's nose exploded during his match with Rey Mysterio. Can you call it a match? Uh, meaning that... I mean, it was a... It was a. Thing. How long did it? How long did it last? It was a minute. A minute forty. Right. It wasn't really a match per se. It was more a repeat of WrestleMania, except the opposite way. Um, and uh-huh. I'm still unsure whether that was a botch or not. Right. Well, this is this will get us onto something to talk about a bit later in the show. This was the first of many referee botches mm-hmm. over the night, and there's been loads of people saying, "Oh, what if this could be the start of a storyline for referees?" Like, no, of course it's not. Yeah, it's WWE are not that WWE are not that smart. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's it was the way the the camera was. It was clear that they wanted to see the shoulders up, and Joe clearly thought that was what was happening. So I, I think I yeah. think it was a botch because Ray looked so confused. Of course, after the match, Ray was absolutely battered from pillar mm-hmm. to post uh, by Samoa Joe. They're kind of hot shot in the belt about for no reason. Also in this match, uh, Michael Cole referred to Dominic as Rey Mysterio's teenage son. Dominic is 22. He's 22. You know... Why can't they get anything right? I guess it's a better story. Joe's going to beat up a teenager and then Dominic will wear the mask. Well, that's the interesting thing. That's what Mysterio wants to do. Yeah. How he wants to bow out. He wants to pass on the mask to uh, to Dominic. Will the six foot three Dominic be as iconic as the five foot six Rey Mysterio in the mask. Uh, uh, we we don't know yet. We can I mean neither of us have seen Dominic Ress, so I don't no. think very many people have. Uh but I just think it's kind of a bit weird that Dominic's out there all the time. Like, you know, why isn't I don't know, Lacey Evans' daughter hanging about backstage as well? Yeah, and just hanging about. That would Yeah. I think they should start that. Every bring your child to work day. That would be interesting. And then have have Alexa bring out her mini pig that's now just a pig. It's adorable. It is. It's cute. Larry Steve. Uh, speaking speaking of Alexa Bliss, just going back to the Women's mm-hmm. Money in the Bank uh, match briefly, what, what do we think's up with Alexa Bliss? Do you think she's done in the ring or are they just being super cautious with her? I think they're being super cautious. I think she's, any, uh, any sign of an injury at the moment, they're making sure that she rests well so that it doesn't develop into a concussion uh-huh. she's probably one of their most valued women's wrestlers i'd say so and any fear that they may have about a recurring injury they're going to try their best to stop it 
Uh, yeah. it, it, she's probably in the same boat as Daniel Bryan. If she has too many more injuries, she will have to retire. Mm-hmm. But right now, I see them just being like, "Look, we're just going to take it slow. You're you're only in your twenties. We will get you back to ring condition at some point." Yeah, because I mean, what she's doing with uh, Amount of Bliss has been atrocious. There's not been a single good episode. Yeah, I find that with most yeah. wrestling talk shows. Um, Miz TV being maybe the mm-hmm. exception. Highlight real peep show. They're all. Yeah, I mean, you, you need yeah you need to go back to stuff like the barber shop. Yeah. To be any yeah. good. Uh, speaking of stuff that are terrible, Shane McMahon and the Miz. I'm not a fan of Shane at all. Uh, as I've said before, I don't like it when not actual wrestlers are taking the shine away from actual wrestlers. Yeah. And it looks like Shane has convincingly won this feud, and I really don't understand why. Yeah, I think it was maybe because they want to have Shane go up against Reigns at Super Showdown in Saudi. Ugh. But I, I don't understand why he, he won it. I really thought Miz was going to. And I like the way he won it. I see, I hate, I hate that. As, I, like, I really do. I hate that as well. I mean, it fits the character of Shane being a cowardly heel. But, yeah... I mean, yeah. we've said before that I also don't like steel cage matches because why are you running away from your opponent? Yeah, I don't understand that, really. It's a blood feud usually is what it settles in and it's like you're trying to escape. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the match itself I enjoyed. I didn't like the Miz's like, five-star frog splash thing, the jig. Uh-huh. It, just, it was weird and you shouldn't be ever doing top rope moves like no that. no but i yeah no I, I enjoyed the match it was one that i was looking forward to and it did disappoint a wee bit but i enjoyed it for what it oh. was i think shane's incredibly entertaining and i think your hatred of him is unfair okay um and i think i think you need to go to therapy about that because it really it really grinds your gears shane yeah being on the tv yeah i just just don't want to see a man who looks a bit like a potato he didn't look like a potato when when he was pulled out of shirt he, he was in good ring shape yeah, I mean, yeah, for a 50-year-old man. But should we really be seeing 50-year-old men wrestle? In Saudi Arabia, definitely. In Saudi Arabia, yes, because that's what sells tickets. Yeah. And that's all that WWE thinks about. Mm-hmm. But I, I did enjoy it, I, I have to admit. Uh, Guilty pleasure. Yeah. One thing that I didn't enjoy about it, though, was uh, the stupid referee uh, forgetting the rules of a cage match. That rope breaks don't... Yeah, count. the rope break. And it's always... It's usually always Cody Graves on commentary that points out these things. Yeah, uh, referees, please learn the rules. Yeah, they need to learn that rope break does not occur in a cage match. Exactly, and if you learn anything from yet another podcast, is that it's it's also that I don't like Shane McMahon, but also that is that to make David laugh, all you need to do is whap out a demon, and that's the only thing you need to learn from this podcast. We don't really need to talk much about this Tony Nice defeated uh, Divari for the uh, retain his cruiserweight yeah I, one thing I will say I was surprised that Divari had an entrance as grandiose as that mm-hmm. um, and I was surprised it was on the main card yeah. really surprised yeah um, I mean the crowd I thought the crowd were a bit flat for this yeah I think I think after seeing a more exciting like usually the cruiserweights give you the high flying action and we'd kind of seen some high-flying action already in the night with the Money in the Bank ladder match. It was kind of like, oh, well, they're not offering anything different right now. Oh. Um, but, yeah, that's about it for that match. Yep. Just to look in on the predictions at the moment, it is two, two each. Yeah, because we were tied up until the two two different matches. 
Mm-hmm. And one of mm-hmm. which uh, we're going to talk about now. Right. Fantastic. Here we go. Becky Lynch defeated Lacey Evans uh, by submission to retain her Raw Women's Championship. Yes. But that's not that's not the whole story. So no. First, first of all, and most importantly, I'm one up in the predictions. You are one up in the predictions. I I thought Lacey was going to win. To Lacey, to Lacey's credit, she looked pretty good in this. For someone who was doing their first a proper high level match, she looked fairly. She flowed pretty well. She yeah. She it was yeah. a really good performance from her. Uh, again, though, refereeing. Uh, it was a shambles. That's the second uh, Becky title match in a row that's had sloppy officiating, but yep. they are not making a story out of it. So, uh, just. But yeah, uh, it was a fairly. I mean, it was a fairly okay match. It wasn't brilliant. It, it was okay. Becky's matches have not been as good recently. No. And I don't know whether that's because uh, either nagging injuries um, or. She's just not had as much chemistry in the ring with the people she'd been in with. I thought her and Lacey oh. actually did well together, but it was just a yeah. standard. It could have been on Raw or yeah, SmackDown yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the wildcard rule, but it was good enough for the show. It was fine. And then match is over. Becky walking up the ramp. Out comes Charlotte Flair. Yes. I had a feeling this would Be- happen. Yeah, so did I. Beckoning her back into the ring. And... Becky with a look of resignation on her face, just knowing right I'm the champ. This is what I need to do now. Got back in the ring and after some shenanigans, the man Becky Lynch was robbed uh from her SmackDown Women's Championship. So she's no longer Becky. No, she's Bets. just Becky One Belt. Yeah, uh, Becky Red Belt. Becky Red Belt, sorry. Becky Red Belt. Yeah, I mean I could watch these two fight forever. I could I could watch these two fight forever, but I don't want to see it again. Yes, uh, for a while at least. That's, that's essentially how I feel as well. It was uh, yeah, it's the same same old match every single time. At the very end, Lacey Evans gave Becky a women's right. Charlotte uh, had a big uh, hit a big boot, and was that supposed to be the finish, or was there another referee botch? Yes, I think that was. I think that was supposed to be the finish. Yeah, and there was another referee botch, um, and then eventually Charlotte picked up the win. And you know, at this point, I thought. Right, okay, that's it. My my dreams of being crushed. Better cancel that order for the Becky Two Belt T-shirt. <laughs> as soon as yeah. she won, I knew what was coming. Oh yeah. However, uh, Fraser alluded to it there. Bailey comes up. Well, first of all, uh, Becky attacked Lacey for screwing her at the belt. Then mm-hmm. both Charlotte and Becky, uh, sorry, Charlotte and Lacey, uh, attack Becky. Numbers game gets a bit too much for her, and Bailey comes out, evening up score. And then she cashes in on Charlotte. While this was happening, I thought, oh, wait a minute. Both Becky and Charlotte are lying out. Could she possibly cash in on Becky? But she didn't. Uh, cash on, on Charlotte. Yeah. Um, as soon as Becky lost the belt, I was like, Bailey has to appear. Charlotte didn't need the title. She doesn't need a reign. However, it seems WWE want to give her many, 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 many reigns with a belt to topple her father's reigns of 16. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see lots of Charlotte small victories uh, sooner oh, than, yes. than we'd yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charlotte's definitely going to get to uh, 17 title reigns. Yeah. Uh, speaking of reigns, up next it was the big dog. Hey. Up next it was the big dog with Roman Reigns. Uh, it beat Elias in 10 seconds. 
he beat Elias in 10 seconds after uh, Elias twatted him backstage with his guitar. Yeah, uh, yeah Elias went and did an unfunny, uh, just typical Elias segment that went on for far too long. Roman came out, beat him up, pinned him in 10 seconds. Do, yep. we, need, do, we, need anything, do we need to say anything else? Not really, no. It's, that's, that's essentially it. That's the match. That was utterly pointless. Yep. Um, it does nothing for Reigns, does nothing for Elias. Just and it wasn't even it wasn't even a toilet break. No, and it would have been nice to see them actually wrestle. Yeah, because I mean Elias can be good. He had a good match with uh, Rollins for the SC title not that long ago. Yeah, as we as we mentioned last week, um, mm-hmm. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him actually have a proper feud that actually results in him winning. He's the new Bray Wyatt in terms of mm-hmm. he gets into big feuds and then loses, he gets just yeah, buried, which is, which is yeah, which is a massive shame. Yeah. I'm still holding out hope for whenever it happens, Elias versus the Velveteen Dream, because that will be fantastic. That will be. Although, although, yeah, although as we learned on NXT, uh, Dream can't sing. Uh, speaking of something else that wouldn't be happening, AJ Styles will not be walking about with the Universal title, and that is because Seth Rollins beat him in the Five Star Hog Splash. This, this is getting your Five Star Hog Splash, wow. This is getting what, my Five Star Hog Splash. What this an award. Great. Have you let both competitors know? I have. You and, have. Um, I've not heard anything back, but I can only assume that they are thrilled beyond belief. They're probably already out celebrating, and that's why you've not heard anything back. They're too too busy celebrating yeah. the award, the and, prestigious and, yeah. um, award, the second ever five star. Third ever. Third ever. That was. I still can't believe that Shane McMahon won it at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, oh well. You awarded your oh, ha- arch rival, your nemesis. Yeah, my nemesis, Shane McMahon. Yeah. I mean, the match rightfully yeah. so won that award because that was probably the best match on the main roster in some time. It was, it was great. Um, yeah, AJ Styles and Seth put on a just a. Was it? Would, could you say a clinic? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a clinic. Uh, it's the best match that AJ has had in a very long time. Yeah, I think since his match with John Cena at Rumble, twenty seventeen. That reversal from the curb stomp into the Styles class was just something else. Does that top the curb stomp into mm. the RKO? Because I was, I've been d- debating on this, and I can't decide which is better, um, the RKO or the Styles clash. I think the Styles clash. However, for spectacle, RKO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think because like if you're a fan of more, uh, like mat wrestling style there's more there's more in it mm-hmm. in the reversal whereas the RKO is just boom RKO yeah I suppose the RKO is like a trigger just shoots yeah uh, fantastic match and of course it was a little bit at the end when uh, AJ eventually get his hand shaken there's been a lot of talk about potentially AJ turning heel yeah which would be great but after seeing that little uh, that little segment at the end, I thought it was going to be Seth that was going to turn heel. Oh, did you? I really did. See, I, I think AJ will be the one to turn eventually, but I think... I hope so. I think we're going to keep be seeing them kept apart for a wee while and mm-hmm. they'll reignite their feud further down the line. SummerSlam, maybe. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can see that. Give it a wee break and then go back to it. And I mm-hmm. think we'll see a heel turn maybe closer to the end. Yeah, I mean, I think cause, as a character... 
uh, AJ Styles is much better as a heel, much more nuanced as a heel. Yes. Because as a face, he's just, oh, I love it here. Oh, my God, universe. Whereas as a heel, he does have a bit of depth to him. He's a surprisingly good heel, which... Knowing his TNA days, that's a shock to say that AJ Styles is a is a great heel, but he is. Speaking of surprisingly good heels, or just good heels in general, Kevin Owens was up next, yeah. uh, losing to Kofi Kingston. And now I went back and I watched this match again this morning just to see, and I mean, it was a lot better Yeah. Uh, second time around than it was the first time, because the first time I just couldn't get into it. The first time I missed this match, I was watching Game of Thrones during this match. I have never watched Game of Thrones in my life. It's incredible. But I'm sure it is. I was watching Game of Thrones during this match, so I, I was following along on Twitter, and I can see why it was a bit hard to get into this match on first watch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it was, it didn't seem very engaging. It seemed like a, a cool-down match. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit, and you know, towards... Like some of Kevin Owens' uh, heel work was fantastic, shouting at the crowd, uh, and whatnot. At the end, he took off Kofi Kingston's shoes for some bizarre reason, which I still don't really understand. He might, he must have seen Zach Gibson. <laughs> he wants to chuck his shoes at Zach if Gibson. Hate, is that, if you hate Gibson, shoes off. Shoes off. Shoes off. Yeah. Just throw your. Sh- yeah, or throw just your ed- shoes at Zach. Yeah, or just anybody who you hate, throw your shoes at. Yeah, I mean, don't. We're not encouraging people to do that, aren't we? Well, I mean, you might be. <laughs> yeah, David Hogg, advocate of violence with shoes. That is the perfect soundbite. That's for your your whole future <laughs> career in journalism. <laughs> David Hogg, advocate of violence with shoes. That's that's your career mapped out. Yeah, that's me. That's me made. Yeah. David, 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 the shoe thrower hog. Yeah, that's it. That's your wrestling name. Excellent wrestling. That that'll be my uh, singles name once our tag team falls apart. Yep. That's you've got it all worked out, pal. I do. It's so it's so easy to book my own wrestling career. <laughs> it's like SmackDown versus Raw 2008 GM mode. Loved it. Oh, I I only played I played two thousand nine, two thousand ten, uh-huh. and then. WWE 2K 12 and 13 and that was it I've not played a game since I haven't missed a WWE game since Smackdown Here Comes the Pain in 2003 wow I've had one every year so I have a big collection oh. it's, a, it's, it's a collection that's for sure That's it's, it's fun uh, speaking of collection there was a collection of people in the ring for the main event which was the Money in the Bank ladder match oh no there were seven people because at the start of the night there was yeah there was an incident there was an incident Sami Zayn gets strung up now who did you think it was going to be I didn't really that attacked Sami I thought Zane. it was going to be Braun Strowman uh, I would have liked it have been Bray Wyatt but I thought it was going to be Bray I didn't care really because it meant mm-hmm. that all that work done in the UK uh, to get Braun out of the match and then Sammy in the match was just completely for nothing. So, yep. you know, I mean, this probably isn't a revelation to anybody, but the weekly TV really doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, the TV is uh, kind of a pointless thing <laughs> with WWE. It's like bridging the story and then the paper you come and like, change it. Uh-huh. Like, go back on everything that's been established. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say was it did add a air of mystery to who it was going to be because no one expected it to be who it, was. Who it actually was. Yes. So it did add that sort of element of 
anything can happen, which I think has been missing recently. Yeah, I suppose. The match I enjoyed. I loved it as well, yeah. This would have gotten the five-star hog twice if it wasn't for the finish. Yep. It was really good. Uh, there was some fantastic spots in it. Uh, Finn Balor the power bumped about like... Spot from the top of the ladder by Andrade onto Finn. Wow. Mm-hmm. Was... Yeah, that, I mean, that's going to be one of the all-time WWE spots. It was something else. Yes, that will be played in promo packages throughout the annals of history. It'll probably be on the Don't Try This at Home Kids thing. I've had surgery five times in my left knee. So that was a great spot. There was also, I mean, stuff like the Baron Corbin's Deep Six onto the floor was great. Uh, Ricochet going through the ladder. Uh, Ricochet took... I don't know if you've seen the video on the WWE Performance Center's uh, YouTube channel of Casey Catanzaro watching. I've seen it appear on Twitter. I've not watched it. I watched it and she is just going, she's melting just with the amount of punishment that uh, mm-hmm. Trevor, as she calls him, is taking. Yeah, yeah. He got he got quite destroyed in the match. I mean, he was there alongside like mm-hmm. Ali and Finn to just throw around and take all the big bumps. I felt sorry for Ali in this match. I, yeah, I feel sorry for Ali as well. Apparently, uh, some of the backstage uh, stuff was that they were told that Ali was going to win. Yeah, so the other six people in the match were told Ali was was going to win up until, I think, the day of the show. And then they were all told that it wasn't Ali that was going to win. It was going to be an eighth man that was going to come in when Ali was standing atop the ladder and he was going to win. And Ali was the only one that was told it was Brock Lesnar. So apparently the reaction of those at ringside was their real reaction. They legitimately did not know it was going to be Brock Lesnar. And the reaction of the cameramen was being smashed to pieces by a falling ladder. (laughs) Yes, that Brock so kindly pushed on them. I know the ending has been a bit controversial people not really enjoying it however it's sad to say that Brock Lesnar has become the most exciting money in the bank contract holder in a long time yeah and we'll we'll go on to that in a minute Uh, however I just think that I kind of it broke my suspension of disbelief because Ali is already up there he's got his paws on the briefcase Yes. So Brock, uh, Brock's music hits. You've got all the time in the world just to unhook it. What should have happened? Yeah, I didn't understand why he didn't just unhook, unhook it. it. What should have happened? Uh, again, booking wrestling is so easy. Uh, is that he's at the bottom of the ladder, then the music hits, and it's a race between Ali and Brock to uh, to get the briefcase. And of course, Brock being Brock just chucks him away. Yeah, I mean it. That would work. However, Kevin Dunn loves his camera shots and that would have been too smart to film. <laughs> Whereas have Ali at the top of the ladder, you've got a nice big camera angle where you can just see him atop the sea of fans. I, yeah, it was. it did seem like, why can't he just pull down the briefcase? Mm. It, it made so much more sense for him to actually just unhook it. It takes all of two seconds. I know. Um... But, yeah, Brock Lesnar is Mr. Money in the Bank. Yeah, Mr. Money Money in the Beast. Beast in the Bank. Beast in the Bank. Now, my theory of this is, this is how they get him on SmackDown. Because um, it's been rumoured for a while that Fox want Brock Lesnar on SmackDown. 
And I think this is his opportunity because they keep on going on how about oh he's got a shot at the Universal Championship. As you shot the Universal Championship, I have a feeling this is going to be used to get him to challenge for the WWE title. See, but I think that Brock is the only person in the entire company that doesn't need a briefcase to go and get a title match. He can just show up. But now, he can just show up and, like, immediately have a match whenever he wants it. And it could literally happen any time. They don't have to advertise Brock Lesnar being there because the thought of Brock Lesnar potentially being there is advertisement enough. I think that was quite Mm. smart on that aspect. Um... However, I do, I do also think that there's a small chance, uh, not that small actually, that this could just be a super show, a super showdown. Yeah, I match. thought. Yeah, and, I had a feeling they could use that to set it up, but hopefully they'll play the long game. I doubt it, but I hope they will. That was the whole card. Looking at the predictions, Uso was winning in the pre-show. We got that wrong. Yep. Bailey, Bailey winning one each. Yes. Samoa Joe and the Miz both losing. Yep. Still one each. Tony Nice. Two each. Yep. Becky Lynch winning three two to me. Yep. Still three two to me. Roman Reigns won yep. four three. Seth Rollins five four. Both winning. Uh still five four and Brock winning means that I won the whole thing. You won the predictions. Unfortunately I am. You're the predictions champion. And I No, I'm not happy about this. You're not happy about it? Okay. I'm not happy about it at all. I don't feel you deserve the title, David. I see what happens if you pick conservatively. So you know I'm calling you out, and I want you to put the title on the line at the next pay per view. I I certainly will. Cause, Fantastic. Yep. Okay. Fine. We'll do that. Title Stomp, match. Stomping grounds. Stomping grounds. Yes. Stomping grounds. Stomping grounds. Stomping In fact, you know what? No. Oh, hello. I challenge you to put the, the predictions championship on the line at NXT Takeover Twenty Five. Because I think it's See before. I think it's before Stomping Ground. First of June. Correct. Day after my birthday? Next Saturday. Wait, next Saturday. I'm going to take that title. I'm going to ruin your birthday by taking that title. Um, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you will. Yes, on the, yep. on, the 20th, on the 20th anniversary of David Hogg, as the WWE would have it. D- yeah, they would, they would they'd call it the 20th anniversary. But yeah, I'm taking that well, title back. I'm not happy. Look at this. A little, a little Fraser heel turn. Brewing for a while. It's been brewing for a while. Right. Uh, speaking of things that have been brewing for a while, uh, it was announced on Money in the Bank that Mick Foley was going to appear on Raw to announce a new championship. And oh boy, did Mick Foley appear to announce a new championship? Oh, the, the belt. The I belt reckon is that I could, I could design a better belt, and I am blind essentially. Yes. Yes. I am firmly in that camp as well. However, the concept of the belt is fantastic. And it should have been done a long, long time ago. A belt that can be defended, yeah. I mean, it was done a long, long time ago. But in the era of Twitter and Snapchat and the network and YouTube, this is the perfect belt because it can be defended at any point, any time. If they want to put a match on that happens at an airport, they can literally just have someone get pinned yeah. while they sleep. Uh-huh. You know, it's have you? It's like DDT heavy metal weight championship in in DDT mm-hmm. Pro in in Japan is a belt that it it's changed hands so many times. Uh, the belt has won itself. A ladder's won the belt. Vince McMahon <laughs> star in Hollywood won the championship. Joey Ryan lost the belt to Candice LeRae while he slept in his dreams. 
um, which is the first title change to ever take place outside of reality. Um, I think this belt has a lot of potential, and it's. I, I hope that they use it smart. They oh, won't, but they, I hope they, they do. Oh, they won't. I mean, uh, our truth and uh, Drew Maverick are doing quite good stuff with it at the moment. Um, they are yes. Yeah, they do need to. They do need to go full force on social media. Uh, and, you know, hopefully yes. they will. But what this does is quite interesting because it also tiers the roster. You've got your main event, mm-hmm. you've got your mid-card, and then you've got all your jobbers and just absolute planks. Oh, it's supposedly being seen as a jobber's title. Yeah, which, I mean, is fine. But in that jobber lot is EC3. Yes, and I think... He deserves better. He does deserve better. Uh, his but, character, in NXT, his character was pretty good. But it just his in-ring yeah, stuff, it was, it was fine. Yeah, he's not the best in-ring. And no. I just don't think Vince likes his character that much. I don't think Vince likes him. I think they would... Having met EC3 and spoken to him... Oh, I didn't know this. I think his personality would clash with people backstage. Yeah, but I mean, it, could it just be Vince getting one over on TNA again? It could well be. Gen- it could a, well be. I genuinely think it could be that. I mean, it's it's a it's a good concept, and you've got all the people who are complaining. Oh, why don't you call it the Hardcore Title? Well, because they can't, because it's PG now. PG and yeah, I I think it's a smart belt though. I think I think the though what I'd read was that. Uh, Fox and USA had pitched ideas to WWE and they were like, you have to take one of these. The ratings are dropping. And this was the only idea that Vince McMahon accepted. Apparently the rest were atrocious. But he had to do one of them. No, none of them have been been, uh, revealed. However, if this was one of them and this was the best of them, then it's safe to say the rest might not be that great. Um, Especially not by Vince's standards. Hmm. Yeah. but we shall see. We shall see if they introduce any more stuff, uh, like the twenty four seven championship. Mix introduced two different title belts, and both times he's been booed out the building. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, and you could see that just by the promo that Mick cut that it just wasn't. It just wasn't bothered. He knew it was a terrible idea, or a terrible, or a terrible belt at least. Yes, it's a great idea. Terrible belt. Yeah. Um, well, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good idea now. Yes. Well, give it, give it a couple of months and. I'd, we'll I'd give it yeah two weeks yeah. <laughs> two weeks and we'll see we'll see how it grows so I don't know Michael Cole wins it or something yeah the one the one thing I don't understand though with this is most belts will take a 15 minute match to change hands whereas this has been ending with roll ups and like very small moves <laughs> like yeah uh-huh, yeah I mean it's also it's also a bit like in the Survivor Series match what how somebody gets pinned straight away. Yes. Why would that happen? Closing logic and wrestling there. Um, yes, but that's that's why we love it so. Oh, yes. It's great. Uh, one final thing, uh, yes. for me at least, is the Becky Lynch 24 uh, documentary on the WWE Network. It's absolutely brilliant. I have not watched it yet. It's so good. Everybody uh, who listens and everybody who knows me knows I'm a huge Becky Lynch mark. And yeah, this twenty four was uh, was fantastic. Well, and I, I would to check it out because I love WWE twenty four. Their whole series mm-hmm. is, is fantastic. Um, yeah. Right, so I think 
that's us. Unless there's uh, anything else that you wanna. No, I, I don't think there's any other any other big things in wrestling that I want to talk about. Uh, looking yeah. forward to double or nothing. I think that'll be good. Apart from that, I don't think there's anything else. I don't either. How was how was your so, wrestling last Saturday with your mother? Just briefly, okay. give us a review. Yes. Uh, so yeah, um, as we mentioned last week, uh, Mother Hog and I went to uh, Grado's big family wrestling event at the uh, Pavilion Theatre in Glasgow. It was a good. Uh, it was a good wee afternoon. Uh, again, it was it was mostly for kids. Uh, I think I was the oldest person there, under twenty. Uh, not for much longer though. Uh, but no, it was it was a good wee. Good wee afternoon of uh, wrestling. Yeah. Did you meet any of the wrestlers? Uh, mother, I didn't. I had a chance to go and meet uh, Joe Hendry afterwards, but I decided not to because he wouldn't come and meet me. He wouldn't so, come and meet you? No, I don't think he would. So, well, is it like you, would, you wouldn't go and meet him? Well, so no, because he, 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 would, he wouldn't meet me, so why should I make the effort to go and meet him? I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. No. Joe's um, lovely, I, though. Just, Joe's just lovely. I'm sure. I'm sure he's a very nice man. Um, but what I realised uh, from it is that Grado is fantastic. Yes. And Simon Cassidy is fantastic as well. Yes. Both great. That is yes. That is what I, that is what I learned. That is your review of the show. Uh, that and also uh, Grado is better at Madonna's like a little prayer than uh, Madonna is after her inspiring performance on that evening's Eurovision. Mm. Yes. I kind yes. of just blanked Eurovision completely out of my mind forgot it was on yeah. right uh, before we get involved into more non-wrestling related <laughs> chat let's uh, let's wrap it up here so Fraser where can people find you on the good old internets like always I can be found at the Fraser Porter on both Twitter and Instagram um, yeah just give me a follow thank you that's that's it yeah yeah, give him a follow. And if you want to get in touch with me for any just reasons at all, then on Twitter it's at David underscore ALA. Don't find me on Instagram because I will not follow you. Yeah, and tweet Lewis Capaldi to come on the show. If, if you're listening, tweet Lewis Capaldi to come and listen to the show and to yes. come on the show. Um, so we're, about, we're now both yeah. friends of Lewis. So, yeah, come on, Lewis. Yes. Where, where are you hiding? You can challenge for the title, Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. Oh, the Lewis Capaldi title. Yeah. Ah, oh, there's a thought. Right, anyway, we'll, we'll be back uh, at some point next week for our predictions for NXT TakeOver 25. But until then, I've been David the Shoe Thrower Hog. My partner in crime has been the Fraser Porter. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.